We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My name is Jari Bolander. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into the traits, values, beliefs, and skills of all sorts of entrepreneurs to learn how to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient world. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned to the end of the interview, where I'll give you some actionable insights that I learned from my guest. These insights are also in the show notes, and all of the show notes are over at theentrepreneurethos.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, on to my guest for today, Portia Ashley, founder of Optimize Brain. Portia works with high-achieving executives and entrepreneurs to apply science-based strategies to improve their performance and reduce stress and burnout. As an engineer and entrepreneur, Portia attended business school at the University of Cambridge, surrounded by elite athletes and business people. She knew from her own experience in observing others that working 80-hour weeks with little sleep was not optimum for health, but also was not optimum for success. She spent years researching brain science and the proven strategies for improving performance and becoming more efficient. She applied them to herself, and now she helps others improve their lives and reach their goals through applying them as well. The central principle, Porsche explains, is neuroplasticity. This means the brain can rewire and change. She works with her clients on three fronts. Physiological, addressing issues in sleep, diet, and more. Psychological, addressing thought patterns and environmental, addressing lifestyle issues in your environment and how they affect performance. One client was able to go from being able to focus and concentrate for just 20 to 30 minutes a day to doing that for two to three hours a day. Another client found ways to reduce the number of meetings he took, creating more space in his schedule and life. Yet another overcame limiting beliefs to secure funding to complete in a billion-dollar industry. Portia also has a free master class where she goes over the three ways you can optimize your brain for high performance. You can sign up for that over at optimizebrain.com slash masterclass. The link will be in the show notes. Now, let's get better together. Portia Ashley, welcome 
to the podcast. Hi, Jerry. Nice to see you here again. Well, yeah. I mean, we uh, it's really cool to have you on. We met through Founders Network. I'm your mentor, onboarding mentor. I don't even know what we call it anymore. Um, it was just really cool to meet you and talk about what you're doing. I mean, you're the founder of Optimized Brain. You help scaling up entrepreneurs and executives optimize their brain for peak mental performance, which I think all of us need to do. You know, it's interesting because we talked a little bit about, you know, uh, mental brain elasticity and then how to reframe things. And, you know, right now my father, he's got Alzheimer's and dementia. And so you can definitely see the cognitive decline. And um, we knew that was going to happen, but also, you can prevent that if you optimize yourself. So uh, we're going to talk all about that and how what how you do and what you do and how that helps a lot of it people. But before we do that, as I always like to say, the first question, you know, the softball, as I like to say, why don't you tell us how you got to do what you're doing today? Yeah, well, first, thank you so much for having me here as a guest. Um, I think you're one of my favorite lead mentors that I had a chance to connect with on Founders Network Community. Uh, and your book, Story Driven uh, Outreach, has been absolutely amazing. So anyone who's listening to this talk, <laughs> I'm going to recommend Jerry's book. You can find it on Thank Amazon uh, because it's fantastic if you're doing cold outreach. Uh, so, so yeah, you've definitely been really, really uh, value-driven mentor for me, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Uh, so yeah, so my backstory, how did I um, come to be founding and operating Optimized Brain? Uh, so I'm one of those individuals who is really goal-driven and someone who's been in company leadership roles and then um, becoming an entrepreneur, um, building a few companies, eventually Optimized Brain. Um, I wanted to achieve my targets and I realized that um, when I'm stressed, sleep deprived, low energy, anxious, um, scattered, it was going to cost me way more, more time, more money, and more emotional pressure to achieve that goal. It would take way longer. And as an entrepreneur, I was surrounded by also a lot of ambitious founders. Um, with really big targets on their shoulders, um, whether it be getting to their eight and nine figure revenue, getting to that hundred million round and uh, that elusive unicorn billion dollar valuation, I, I saw the way they were doing it and it was costing them you know, 80 hour work week. They were hardly sleeping, hardly had time for what was important in their life. Um, and, and it was just, it was costing them in terms of their health. Uh, and so I knew there was a better way. And then someone who was very driven in finding, okay, how can I get to my goal the most efficient way? It led me eventually to discovering brain optimization. Uh, so what that means is, Jari, that our brain is the most valuable asset that we have. We've got only one of it. And our brain is what 
helps us to achieve these business targets, whether it be a, a, your nine-figure revenue goal or an amazing marketing campaign or those patents. It's the brand. It's the executive function within the frontal lobe region of the brand that allows us to achieve those goals. And we tap into that every day. Um, and that science shows that whenever we feel stressed, anxious, sleep-deprived, um, depressed, that's the first area that gets hit. Um, and what's really interesting is that we can actually change that um, through the neuroplasticity, where we can we can change that by targeting three brain connections that allows us to optimize the brain for peak mental performance. And I was so fascinated by this. It actually took me a good over uh, 15 years to dive into this area, learn as much as there is, and, and gain all sorts of knowledge, especially as an engineer who is very much about science. And, and I wanted to bring that forward to people to show that, hey, you know, it's, there's a much more efficient way of achieving your targets that doesn't cost your health. You don't need to burn out um, and, and work ridiculous long hours. Um, or sacrifice your health, which eventually, like you mentioned, it can lead to other neurological disorders like dementia and Alzheimer's, yeah. where the red flags are early stages where you feel like scattered and um, overworked and overwhelmed. And so that's where Optimize Brain came to uh, through a very systemized, step-by-step um, science-based approach that helps um, entrepreneurs and executives optimize their brains for peak mental performance. And I'm really proud of that because we're seeing our customers um, transform in less than five weeks. So an executive who's been um, living on four to five hours of sleep for a few decades, within just a few weeks through our, our approach, is able to establish that consistent quality seven to nine hours sleep, which is pretty amazing. We've seen uh, other executives who've been, um, been able to rewire their brain and eliminate stress and anxiety and, and then be able to lead their company in a way that exceeds their targets. They've been able to three times, four times their targets in just two, three quarters. These, these leaders of leading multi million dollar companies. Yeah. And, or those who were very scattered and... Um, you know, attention span of like 10, 15 minutes, been able to then increase it to two, three hours solid. So then they're actually producing more results in less time and getting back one to three hours in a day that they can invest in other areas of their life. So, so this is what brought me in to optimize brain, uh, my journey. And I'm really proud of the impact we're having on, on executives and entrepreneurs around the world. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's really interesting how much stress, nutrition, physical fitness, and more importantly, sleep. Like you need sleep. It's fundamental. You just can't like, I'll sleep when I'm dead kind of attitude because they just found this out. I'd love your thoughts on this. Like, I guess there's a cleansing process in the brain that goes on when you sleep. And if it gets interrupted, things build up like plaque and that plaque is what why you get degenerative. One of the reasons you get degenerative brain disorders. And I'm just curious, like what's the, like sleep in particular, like how, how do you get someone from the four hours a day? I'll sleep when I'm dead to seven, eight, nine hours of sleep a day. I mean, 
that's a tall order for some folks. And I'm just curious, like, what's the process like that? Because these are pretty ingrained habits in people. And, you know, you mentioned brain uh, plasticity. It's just, it's just fascinating how you get, can get someone to change so quickly. Yeah. So um, for a lot of the um, our customers that come to us, they, they, they seen the impact of that on already on their health. They are pretty much, you know, they're tired of that. They want to change. Um, you know, they are leading high growth companies. They want to be a better role model to their team and to their children and be able to, to achieve that target in a way that's have their health at the most optimal. And yes, and sleep is one of the main things. And um, there's three ways we can change that. And we actually use this multidisciplinary approach throughout the whole engagement with our customers. So in order to change the brain, we can target three main areas. The first area is psychology. So we can optimize the mind-brain connection and be able to take positive um, actions creates micro upgrades in here that allows us to then optimize the brain and be able to have a better sleep. So something like stress, in stress, looking at targeting stress, reducing it allows us then to have a better sleep. The second area is physiology. So this is about body brain connection. And so really looking in terms of how can we uh, optimize our body? What are the positive actions we can take here that back by science that very quickly we can see change both in our body that also has an impact on our brain. So within the physiology, we're talking about circadian rhythm, the awake and sleep cycle here and how we can optimize that. We're talking about movement. Uh, we're talking about uh, diet. All of these things actually impact sleep. So by creating small changes in all these areas and taking actions that are backed by science, we can definitely optimize the brain. And one of the impact would be sleep. And then the third area is the environment. It's a lifestyle brain connection. So with this means um, the way you work, the food you eat, the water you drink, um, the air you breathe, what's around you, everything has an influence on your brain. And so again, diving in here and looking into it and like, okay, what are the actions here? Um, what are the positive changes, small changes we can make that can optimize our brain, which one of the impact would then be having this quality, deeper quality sleep. And so each of these areas, Jared, there's been so much clinical studies, so much research, and it's quite overwhelming. You can imagine why it took me more than 10 years oh, yeah. to there's really understand. It's, it's, <laughs> right? it, it, it hurts your brain trying to mm -hmm. read it all. <laughs> yeah. And so by bringing all of this together and really taking the most cutting edge uh, science-based action that allows one to be able to transform as quickly as possible. Uh, and so what's really interesting about methodology is that you know, we don't do medical diagnosis, we don't uh, treat behavioral and lifestyle changes that anyone um, can do, even if you know, they're wearing the C-suite hat that are responsible for everything from the business, even if they are a parent of a very busy household, 
even those who have maybe even um, diagnosed with conditions, we have seen them even apply our approach and then still change, be able to still have an improved sleep quality, be able to increase their concentration, increase the energy levels, um, have a target of focus. We've seen all of these fields be able to change and transform. Yeah, I know for me, um, sleep is super important. I mean, I have sleep apnea, so that interrupts your sleep. And part of what they think accelerates dementia and Alzheimer's is, you know, being diagnosed with sleep apnea and not getting good sleep because again, the, the brain needs to clean up. Ah, it's a little, I mean, who am I, right? <laughs> Just know, got to get sleep so your brain can get clean. Like that's all you got to remember. Right. Um, and so it's, it's just interesting that these are all connected. Like there, there, there's like connections upon connections upon, I mean, like the brain has got multiple connections to different things and these connections matter. And what's interesting is that you mentioned, Hey, you know, you have the mind brain, the body brain, the lifestyle brain connection, this environment, you know, your physiology, you know, the stress and, and all those sort of things. And you mentioned the environment you're in uh, and how leaders, you know, leading. So you create an environment of that's conducive to more an optimized um, life. Um, if you so choose, you may optimize to not work as much and go play with your kids or whatever. How, how do you instill that in leaders? I mean, I know you sort of mentioned, Hey, they're ready for change. They've sort of got there some way. I mean, they probably, heard the dominant, you know, narrative of like what I just said, you'll sleep when you're dead kind of thing. How, how do they then push that down into the organization? Is it just a question of, oh, wow, I feel great about this. I need to share, or, or is there some like aha moment where they're like, aha, because of course they've got a clear brain. <laughs> they can think now. Any thoughts on that? So in terms of how, leaders who go and transform and how then they can share that knowledge with the rest of the organization within their team. Uh, that's, a, that's something actually we're seeing in a lot of uh, our executives, our clients that come to us. Um, so right now we are going through like a major pandemic, the mental health pandemic. Um, you're seeing depression, uh, especially in entrepreneurs, Two and three are in one way uh, are battling with depression, or at least feeling depressed. Uh, and burnout is pretty prevalent here. And, and so for, for us to really target that and be able to create change that is exponential and that leads to, um, to other employees, we started targeting the C-suite executives. Because once we start changing their way of thinking how they are performing, we've noticed that subconsciously they are exuding that to the rest of their team members. They're rule modeling it. So think about this journey. Um, the, the new hires, the staff that are working for that particular executive, they want validation. So they are going to behave and act in a way that validates their performance whatever the culture of that company is. And so in order to create that change, it starts with 
the executive themselves. So if they are having um, you know, a culture that just does ridiculous long hours, um, people are highly strong, well, then it starts somewhere from the top because of how they are working. And so when they go through change and they start role modeling a new way, like, hey, it's five o'clock and I'm going to shut off and anything else is can't wait until tomorrow. And I'm going to be here present with my family. I'm actually going to have dinner with them. I'm going to be playing with my kids and I'm just going to be there with them. And I'm going to take the time to just be. Then they're role modeling that to the rest of their team. And that has an exponential impact. And that's how we start changing um, and reducing the burnout rate, the depression rate. Um, and what we're seeing in terms of our own data through our customers is that when we increase the productivity of our C-suite executive, it actually translates to the overall company performance. So when one leader, for example, um, he was the backlog of the company. Every decision had to go through him. Things were not moving forward, just took way, way too long. And then he ended up having clarity on exactly what the priorities are, what are the things he needs to actually have a decision on, and what are the things that he needs to delegate. What he saw is that his leaders had more autonomy to make decisions and move things forward much faster. He went from having three one-hour meetings per week to just one one-hour meeting every two weeks. And that's a huge amount of time he gained, plus the rest of the team members. Huh. Wow. That's a pretty... Huh. It's interesting because it seems like... I don't know. I mean, again, correct me if I'm wrong. There's the dominant paradigm of this is how you be successful, and it's work, 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 control, control, control. It just seems this way. I, again, I don't know for a fact. It's interesting that you have you know data and you're studying this because I think you know the more you see a pattern, like we're pattern recognition machines. Like we love patterns. Like every, like I love nothing more than like walking the same way to the coffee shop because I'm just going to remember the pattern, right? Um, but those patterns get ingrained in like a pretty deep, deep groove, it seems. And it's just fascinating how, I don't know how long some of these executives have been doing this, maybe decades, probably. Um, but then realizing there's got to be a better way. I think that's the interesting thing about growth and trying to, and again, you know, optimization is, is, is a different, can be different things to different people. You know, I'm going to optimize work so I can spend more time at home, as an example, like freeing up the time to think, because I think, you know, time is, well, you can print money, but you can't print time. Like just there's a finite amount of it. You don't even know how much you actually have. I mean, maybe you do, but doubtful, doubtful, very doubtful. Um, so what, what are, so for you, like. I'm assuming you've used these techniques on yourself. Are you the you chief head guinea pig? <laughs> I, I uh, not only the president, that. I'm the client. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely say that. Um, everything that's part of optimized brain, it's something that I personally practice and I have done it for several years. Um, and I know the science behind it. 
and has built it into a product that can be can be applied by others. And so, so yes, it's something that you know I personally practice um, because I also went uh, through very similar challenges of many many entrepreneurs and executives. I, I've been there and I know what that suffering was like. Um, and I had to find a solution. Uh, and so, just targeting the root, the foundation, which is the brain, and looking at okay, how how can I um, prioritize my brain power? How can I invest more in that? Um, and that led me to a suite of tools and techniques um, and being able to integrate that into my lifestyle. And now it's actually more of a habit. It's a way of living. So having an optimized brain, I would summarize that it's, it's a way of living. Um, and you enjoy both the optimal well-being, the longevity that comes with it, the reversing the biological age that comes with it, as well as achieving your business targets at an X-layer rate. And I, I wasn't the only one in here. Um, when I was studying uh, my master's at the University of Cambridge, I was surrounded by Olympian athletes, entrepreneurs building billion-dollar companies. And I saw how much they prioritized their brain power. But they didn't do it alone, Jari. They had a team of coaches and consultants who was able to bring them these cutting-edge science to them so that they can execute on it and they can achieve best-in-the-world results. And so I saw that. And it was something I knew cognitive empowerment was a priority. And that was also one of the biggest inspiration that, hey, they know these things. These are the top 1% high performers in the world. And why don't others know? Why don't others have access to it? Um, why are they still living in this right. old paradigm, which is work, 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 work yeah. long and yeah. sacrifice everything else. Yeah. But, you know, but others have access to this, this knowledge, these systems and these secrets in some ways. Uh, yeah. I wanted that to be more accessible um, for everyone else. And that's where Optimize Brain came. Yeah. No, I mean, it does. Yeah. It's almost, yeah, you're right. It's like the secrets of it. Yeah. If you're not exposed to that and you're not in that milieu of like the soup of it all, it, it's hard to, to, to like internalize it. I mean, I think this is the reason why what's interesting about when people try to talk about, you know, poor communities and communities where they don't have resources and they typically, you know, the, first order solution is throw more resources. And to a certain degree, that's true, but that's never the solution. The solution is more what you're talking about. It's like, no, you have to really think about how you're going to organize yourself and organize the world you're in. Now, not everyone comes to this at the same level, right? Like clearly you were Cambridge, like there's a level, like you got in, like, you know, there's a certain pedigree, right? But you're right. It doesn't need to be that way for some of these other things, because I think as you sort of go through life, it just, again, and it also sometimes depends on how old you are and, and into a certain degree, your life experience, you, you start to realize that ha being around people that can like a community of support just is so valuable. And I'm curious, is, does Optimized Brain have like a community Is it, or is it just a because it just seems to me that, like to your point, you're at Cambridge, you're in 
the soup of it, right? You're like around, I mean, I can't even imagine what it'd be like. You're walking down, you know, in your class, and you're like, hey, as an Olympic athlete, there's a hedge fund. Like, these are the people that are creating stuff. Like, this is it. Like, I am here, you know? I wonder if, like, there's benefit to that community aspect of like-minded people that are trying to help each other. And, you know, if you guys sort of offer that, or is that, does that make sense? Or am I just like... Now you're on point, Jared. They have yeah. fading fast, and I need a little more optimization in my, or a little more caffeine, whatever the case may be. Yeah, uh, that's something actually a lot of uh, our clients say is um, they love being surrounded by by other members within our community who are also really um, high performers, high achievers. They're performing really well, but then they keep pushing and they want to become uh, the best. Um, by creating those micro changes uh, within themselves. Uh, and so, so yeah, so they're as part of optimized brain, one of the big um, perks that um, our, our clients get is that they, they get to be added to this really exclusive community uh, of, of other, other executives and, um, and scaling up entrepreneurs who are really solving some of the world's pressing problems. Um, you're looking at, yeah, making a huge dent in the world and dr- driving impact. Uh, yet they really prioritize the health and longevity and well-being, and they want to have this um, high-performing brain power that gets them to create these changes and impacts. Uh, so yeah, so there there is that community and people get to see how others are doing things and how they're applying some of these techniques. Um, and yeah, it was definitely one of the inspirations from, from being around Cambridge, uh, the importance of being around uh, others who are, who are taking similar actions. Uh, and and in, in that, in some ways, like we're able to be selective about who is get to get to join optimized brain. Um, and we're looking for people who are, um, who, who are willing to take action, uh, who are creating a dent in the world and yeah. they really value their brain power and they want to invest in it, um, yeah. to create, to create change in the world. Yeah. 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 yeah you definitely, yeah. Like like-minded. I think that's the way I always like to put it. Like like-minded individuals, not, I mean, not too much. Like, I mean, you don't want to have everyone cookie cutter. I'm, I'm not saying that because like, that would just be boring. Like, you know, it's always good to have an eclectic mix of like-minded individuals that are trying to like do something, you know, because, because really it's the reinforcement, I think. And I don't know if, I don't know if you found this, cause I'd love your thoughts on this because habit gets habituated by reinforcement of the environment you're in. So I have, you know, friends of mine that like put their running shoes in a place where they're going to trip over them. Right. Cause they're like, they're always there. You know, it's, I'm going to trip over these silly things. You know, I might as well go for a run or whatever. Um, and so is, is the, is that like one of the things that's like encouraged? Well, maybe encourage sounds the right word. It seems to me that community reinforcing an idea of optimization and like mental acuity and change the world or whatever feeds on itself in a way that you isolated in, you know, like you mentioned the pandemic, like isolated on Zoom, which is what we're talking on right now. It probably doesn't foster a lot of that. Probably going to be harder, you know, to, to get those habits that help you. So how do you, how, I mean, other than, you know, having the community, how do you, 
how do you get that change in, into someone? I mean, it's important to have like, okay, I have a goal, but like, I think, I guess it's the habituation, how to make it a habit. Like mm-hmm. what's the, is there, is there any secret sauce in that mm-hmm. <laughs> you can share? Of course. Yeah. So let's go take it back, step back and talk about the science behind this. And I did mention about neuroplasticity, but I didn't get a chance to explain what it is. So neuroplasticity is really fascinating. Basically, it's, it's the concept that the, the brain is able to change. Um, we can rewire and restructure the brain. Um, and we can think, actually have um, new neurons being generated. So that's neurogenesis um, with new neurons being created and generated. And neuroplasticity is about um, rewiring and restructuring the brain. So if we want to um, generate a new habit, let's say, um, you know, you are very nervous when you get in front of investors, right? Um, and every time you you're, you get an investor meeting, you know, your, your palm is sweating, you're, you're, you're not able to, you know, pitch as, as, as the way you like. Oh, that yeah, that, that, that just never happens to me ever. <laughs> so I like... <laughs> I'm always like grabbing my hands, like, oh my God, this is the worst. Like, take a deep breath. Okay, okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You got this, you got this. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, anymore. I think every every entrepreneur has been there. What's yeah. uh, key here is that it's a skill. And we can use neuroplasticity here to build new neuronal synaptic connection that reinforces the confidence the assertiveness, the sharp thinking when it comes to investor meeting and negotiation. So the brain can change. It can go from someone who is underperforming in this area and instead rebuild new neuronal connection that ends up performing really, really exceptionally well. Let me give you an example here. Um, so one of our, uh, one of our um, customers, when he came to us, he had this massive vision for 5G network in rural parts of Europe. And he thought he can never raise capital to actually execute on this vision. He was coming from, and and so this was, 5G was a completely different field, but he like, also had- Like a, Ikea, like- the furniture brand. The furniture. <laughs> Ikea, yes. Wow, let's just go big, bro. Woo. All right. Yeah. This is gonna be and good. on top of that, um, he was diagnosed with a life-threatening condition called cystic fibrosis. Ooh, yeah. um, and if people don't know what, what that is. They Those who are diagnosed with cystic fibrosis have a lifespan of between mid-late uh, mid, 30s to mid-40s. So it's very short. So we're capital providers did not feel comfortable to providing financing for this kind of vision. And he didn't have connections to VCs. And so when he came to me, he told me about this vision. And, and, I, and I told him that, hey, this is, you know, this is a goal you have. And the brain is a goal-striving mechanism that can be trained to achieve this goal. And so what we did is we broke it down and seeing what's happening and it's preventing him. First, we realized was the sleep issue, just like you asked it early on. He was barely getting 
quality sleep. When he would wake up, he was feeling very lethargic and low energy as if he just didn't sleep. So one of the first thing we did is using neuroplasticity and taking actions, targeting those three areas is to enable him have high quality seven to nine hours sleep. That was the first change we did. The second area we noticed he was struggling was actually um, attention and concentration. Um, he was very scattered within 10 minutes of attention. And if he had any 30 minutes, he was really exhausted. So again, we had to you know, target those three areas and create changes. For him, he went from 15, 30, 30 minutes to now having two to three hours where he can focus on the work and produce results. And then the third area was actually in terms of directions. Like, how do you get to this goal? What's the direction can they seeing it clearly and having a targeted focus to get there, having a path of execution um, instead of seeing it, um, all these things that you've got to do, being able to really prioritize, having that mental clarity that allows one to achieve the target. And so the brain became trained to really just solve problems. To, to chat the one problem at the time, to start negotiating with different investors and start securing deals. And this pretty client, Jared, within seven months, he went from zero to securing 85 million euros. Now he's competing at the level of billion dollar telecoms. A year ago, he was not doing that. A year ago, he was working at Ikea. <laughs> This is the power of the brain. Well, yeah, it is. And, and, and forming a goal and focus and, you know, the whole thing. I mean, it's just funny because, I mean, I think we limit ourselves. I mean, if I was to just, I mean, okay, yeah, you could say if you wanted to be a professional, you know, athlete, okay, right probably can't do that sort of stuff because you need the right physiology, whatever. Beyond that, it seems like we're self-limiting. And I wonder if, what do you think the self-limiting is? Because like you said, we're, brain is a problem-solving machine. Uh, we're also a pattern recognition machine. We love patterns. We love to do that. What do you think is it holds us back? I mean, is it, what is it? What's the, what's the mechanism? I see a few common mistakes that tends to hold people back. One is um, they are not getting the help they need. Uh, they think that it's it's a weak, it's weakness to ask for help, especially in the areas, you know, in terms of mental blocks and mental performance, they're struggling. Um, like they think that it actually um shows to their investors that they're not strong in terms of, you know, performing, which is actually the other way around. Um, when you know where you need improvement, you are going to invest in it and you can become even stronger at it and then drive the business forward. Let me give an example in this area. Aside from what I shared with you about um, being surrounded by um, Olympian athletes and billion dollar um, entrepreneurs, um, a famous example is when Google got their first financing um, from Clay Norman Perkins and, and John Doerr, the, the venture capitalist and partner there, who's a multi-billionaire, told the CEO of Google, Eric Schmidt, that you need a coach. And of course, Eric Schmidt was like, mm, 
me, I'm like, what's this healing experience? I don't need a coach. And then John Doerr said that, do tennis players have a coach? Do gymnasts have a coach? Basketball players have a coach? These Olympian athletes, do they have a coach? And the answer is yes, they do. To get to the top, you cannot get there alone. And so even Google executives have coaches. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I interviewed uh, an ex-Navy SEAL, and I know a bunch of them, some friends. And yeah, the first thing they do when they want to learn something is they go find the expert and have them teach them. Because they're like, why? I want a short circuit the process of like, I don't want to have to go, you know, hunting in the woods to figure this out. I'm going to just go hire an expert, train me quick, and now I'm ready to go. So yeah, super interesting. Yeah, I like that analogy of best athletes in the world have coaches. Why wouldn't the best business folks have coaches? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and here is, you know, the mistake is is, is saying that you don't need help and you're okay alone. But in here, what you want to change is, is actually is looking at, it's like, this is where my gap is. Who can I hire to then teach me the system, the processes that I can save time? Money you can make, but time you cannot. You cannot get it back once it's lost, right? Poof. (laughs) So my my recommendation to, to everyone who's listening is look into building a team of uh, a personal team around you that allows you to get into peak mental performance. Like having a fitness trainer that can look into exactly what kind of exercise that you need to do that's right for your body. Looking to having, for example, uh, a naturopath that looks in in a holistic way that allows to help you optimize your health. Or maybe someone like us who is brain optimization, peak mental performance expert that allows you to improve on your focus, on your concentration, have deeper quality sleep, higher level of energy, and have more mental clarity and creativity so you can thrive under high-pressure situation. So it's actually a very smart decision to make, and that's why we're seeing actually some of the best, best executives who are leading multi you know, million dollar companies coming to us because they want to know the secrets. They, they don't want to waste time. <laughs> they, Not their the time book, is the so secret, valuable. the optimized brain secret. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, you see that a lot. I mean, yeah. Asking for help, having a community around you to support you, you know, I mean, excellence breeds excellence. Iron sharpens iron. I, I can't, you know, I, that's pretty much been proven time and time again. And, I just think it's really fascinating that you've sort of taken all of the science and research and made it accessible. Because like, you know, I I went to a talk at the Commonwealth Club by the guy who invented the cochlear implant or one of the people, which is the absolute test case on neuroplasticity. And cochlear implant is you lose your hearing. They, in, they jam electrodes into your brain. And your brain figures out how to hear again. Like they don't really even sort of know how it works. They didn't even know if it works, but they could train someone to hear again. And like, this is just a miracle and amazing how the brain and how adaptable you are. So if you are in a situation where you're like, gosh, I just don't think I can get out of it. Realize that 
one, you probably can, of course, given the limitations of physics, right? <laughs> you know, the world, but it's, it is this idea of teaching yourself how to do those things that are going to break through the barriers and, you know, getting people around you that know what they're doing and coaching you. And yeah, it's just a, such a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing you're doing. So yeah, Portia, thanks. Thanks so much for being on the show. It's been fascinating to hear about brains, you know, <laughs> we don't talk much about, we do, but it's important to always keep that in context that, you know, the operating system is the six inches between your head, your two ears, make exactly. sure it's optimized. Exactly. You know, every, everything you want to do in life, you want to achieve in life, you know, whether it be, as I said, it's the um, getting to your seven, eight, nine figures, um, getting that patent, um, growing your market share, all of that requires your you know, planning, logic, reasoning. Um, you got to be able to concentrate on regulate your emotions. You're going to be tapping into your area called the executive function, which is the frontal region of the brain. And, and anytime that you feel tired, exhausted, sleep deprived, scattered, depressed, anxious, that area gets hurt first and it impacts how you end up doing the work. Yeah, it will make you work longer hours. You know, it makes you make bad decisions. You won't be able to remember important things, especially when you're on the spot with a, the client you're trying to sell or negotiating a really important deal, you end up losing um, and there's there's actually a lot of research has shown that um, that you end up losing law when your brain isn't at its uh, at its best. So investing in it and optimizing it, it's it's the competitive advantage to have to succeed in in whatever field you want you're in. Yeah, it's so true, so true. Well, Portia, thanks again. Good luck with everything, and uh, yeah, stay safe. Thanks so much again, Portia, for being on the show. Now, as promised, here are some actionable insights that I learned from my awesome interview with Portia. Don't think it's weakness to ask for help and to find someone who can help you improve in those areas. The high performers of the world hire coaches to help them all the time. Portia recommends having a team to help coach you in all the essential areas of life, including your physical and mental performance. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow, how many times have I made the mistake? <laughs> of uh, working too much or not asking for help. Boy, I could would have been a millionaire, right? Um, I think you really do have to consider this. Ask yourself the questions, am I working too much? Do I need help in certain things? It's okay to ask for help. This is a hard job. It's not easy. It takes a tribe of people to help you out. So ask for help if you need it. Working all the time is not the answer. It's costing you sleep and your health. In fact, paying attention to what you need is going to help your brain work better help you save time and be more efficient. Yes, do not work harder, work smarter, I think is the way I would phrase it, as well as delegate where you can. So, you know, ask questions like, do I really need to do this? Is it essential for me to do this? Can someone else do it? Or rather, what I always say, am I the only person that can do this? Then maybe you should do it. But, you know, ask, ask yourself those questions. Make sure you know, you do the things that are most value added for what you need to get done. Find a community of people who are striving for success. You can support and challenge each other. One aspect Porsche's clients like is becoming part of a like-minded community of high achievers. And 
I mean, we're all entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> so a little bit uh, high performance is in our blood. But yeah, building a tribe and a community around you to help you uh, in times of struggle and need is really, really important. So yes, make sure to uh, do that as best you can. Um, it can sometimes be hard to find those kind of people, but it is really like very beneficial. So there you go. Those are the actionable insights that I learned from my awesome interview with Portia. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it. My hope is that you learned something that can make you a little bit better. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with friends and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also join my email list by visiting theentrepreneurethos.com to get my thoughts on what I'm doing to get better, as well as what I'm working on. You can also pick up my book, The Entrepreneur Ethos, if you want to learn the traits, values, and beliefs that I think we need to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient entrepreneur, and frankly, world community. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at The Daily MBA, and let me know if you have any questions or recommendations for a guest you'd like me to talk to. Also, drop me a note if you try anything we talked about on this or any other episode. I'd love to hear what's working for you. Until next time, keep getting better.